this is the missionary psalm because so much of this is speaking of spreading the glory of God uh, even to the uttermost parts of the earth, to, to the heathen. It talks about all the kindred of the earth. The psalmist, you know, really rejoices uh, in this thought uh, and it really points to what God was going to do through and after the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. You remember it was a, a very interesting turning point in the, the ministry of Jesus when, it, when he was told, Jesus, the Gentiles are looking for you. The Gentiles are seeking you, right? And uh, we know that uh, the Lord knew that now God was fixing to expand the kingdom of God to the Gentile elect family of God. And aren't y'all glad? Because that's why all of us are here uh, tonight. And we rejoice in this because this was prophetically written about what was going to happen uh, upon us and to us through the grace of the ministry, the life of the Lord Jesus Christ and the providence and the will of God. This has happened in our lives and it's going to continue to happen until Christ returns again as is promised in the last verse. We all want to have missionary hearts. We all should have evangelistic hearts. It, it should be our prayer every night. Lord, tomorrow... Use me to declare your word uh, to a lost and dying world. Lord, either help me to uh, speak it or help me to live it uh, by my actions. Lord, I just want to be a billboard of your, of your grace and mercy in, in this world. And, and for God to uh, you know, give us souls to uh, speak to divine uh, interactions in our lives with others. Something we should be looking for. Something that we should be praying for we want to be like those that went out to the highways the hedges invited others to come uh to the to the house of the lord so let's look at this psalm 97 the title of our message tonight is declare his glory declare his glory and when we get to verse three uh i just uh if we're in psalm did i say psalm uh 97 i'm trying to get ahead of myself see if i can find a pen 96, excuse me, 96, Psalm 96. And when we get to verse 3, if you will, read out loud with me. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord, bless His name. Show forth His salvation from day to day. Together, declare His glory among the heathen, His wonders among all people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before Him. Strength and beauty are in His sanctuary. Give unto the Lord. O ye kindreds of the people, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto His name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth. The world also shall be established that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar in the fullness thereof. 
Let the field be joyful and all that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice before the Lord. For he cometh. For he cometh to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the people with his truth. Declare his glory. That word declare in the Hebrew is speaking of the work and the nature of someone who was a scribe. Someone who would would try to take the word of God and write it down and copy it exactly the way that it had been given by inspiration of God. And so we're not trying to declare our glory. We're not trying to declare the glory of of our church or of the primitive Baptists. Whose glory are we trying to declare? The glory of Jesus Christ. The glory of, of God and the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. That's what we're trying to scribe. That's what we're trying to declare with our words, yes, but also with our actions and the way that, that we live. Oh, he says, declare. That's so beautiful there. Verse 3, declare His glory among the heathen. His wonders among all people. What, what we're striving for is to have this heart that, that I might employ, that I might employ all proper means to make the Savior known through my life and in the world around me. Beloved, that's a tall order, isn't it? But that's what we're called to, to be ambassadors for Christ, to be His witnesses. Remember, that's what he said uh, as he, before he blasted off to glory, but ye shall be witnesses of me, right? And all the earth, you'll be witnesses to me in, in uh, uh, Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria. And then he said, just blew the doors wide open, right? To the uttermost parts of the earth. And then the book of Acts, it just kind of follows that pattern all the way through as that begins to happen and is still happening in our day, oh, uh, to declare His glory, beloved, uh, this is something uh, that will continue even throughout all eternity. That's what John Gill said. He said this is not just something that they did back then or that we do right now. He said it's something, that's what they're doing in heaven constantly, is declaring the glory of God. It is something that we'll be doing throughout all eternity. It's it's the, it's the heart spring of, of the one that has experienced salvation by grace. I want to give the glory to God. I want to declare His glory and His salvation and what He has done. Uh, all, of our, all of our sisters, I sent you a message this week about the Countess of Huntington. And I hope all of you will look up that book, uh, study about her. Just an amazing Christian woman. This is what one of the things that she said was her heart's desire. Are you listening? And see if this is your heart's desire. She said, it's my heart's desire was that the dear Lamb of God, my best, my eternal, my only friend, should have all dedicated to His service and glory. That was a heart that was beating for Jesus Christ right there. And she showed her love. She displayed her love greatly in her life to all those around her so just think about uh, this week as you have lived your life in what ways have you uh, strived to declare his glory uh, in whatever 
uh, arena that you've been in, maybe you just needed to declare it even to yourself. We need the audience of one, right? Declaring God's glory in our own soul, in our own life. Maybe to one another as a couple. Maybe, uh, maybe to our children or, or, or sibling to sibling. Maybe as a, as a teacher. Maybe as a, a stay-at-home mom. Maybe as a midwife. Uh, Lydia, I just want you to know some of my uh, girls at school now think you're a superhero. <laughs> uh, we do good things at school. And so my good thing Monday was family. And I told them about how that I had all my brothers and sisters with me. And they wanted me to tell, you know, who each one was. I had a picture. Regina had done some pictures. And I had a picture. And so I got to Lydia. I said, she's the baby of the family. I said, she was, uh, I was 18 when she was born. And they said, man, Mr. Penny, you're old, man. I said, I am, I am. And uh, I, they said, well, what does she do? Because it was every, you know, it was teacher, teacher, teacher. Uh, and uh, they said, what does she do? I said, well, she's a midwife. And they were like, what's that? I said, well, some women, I said, they choose not to go to the hospital uh, to have their babies, uh, but they have them at home. And she's trained to teach them, you know, how to have their babies, can help them have their babies. And I said, as a matter of fact, she was born at home, uh, and there was a midwife there that helped her uh, mama bring her into the world, and she became a midwife, and their jaws were just like, they were just like, no way. They, were, they thought it was so, so cool, and we might get some more midwives out of that. I don't know. But, uh, you know, it, it's just it's so important that we, we are actively seeking to be used by God in this arena with this at the heart of what we're trying to, to do, declare His glory. Declare His glory. So just want to talk about for a little bit tonight, what are some ways that we can actually do that? Uh, we want to be very applicable tonight. How can we declare His glory? Now I'm going to ask some people uh, to turn and read some scriptures tonight. Brother Drew, if you will, go ahead and look up the Song of Solomon, uh, chapter 5, verse 16. So one of the ways that we declare the glory of God is to declare His perfections. We want to declare His perfections. Just to give you one example, one of the great perfections of God is His wisdom. Amen? God's wisdom is perfect. Mine isn't. Right? I... Uh, I like to think I'm right. Regina thought she married Mr. Right. She just didn't know my first name was always right. But uh, I'm not always right. I, I, there's things that I, I miss, things that I, I don't see. Uh, Sister Avis and I were looking at the bulletin board, and I saw a thank you card. I was like, oh, man. Uh, Rachel and Michael sent a thank you card to the church. It's on my dresser. My wisdom, I, 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 I purpose to bring it, but it's not here. And aren't y'all glad God's not like that? He, he's never forgotten. He's never uh, thought, oh, I should have done that better. His wisdom is perfect. His wisdom uh, is infinite. And uh, it's awesome that we serve and, and have a God and, and have a God like that that we can trust. A God that is too wise to err, but also what? Too good to be unkind. Oh, the perfections of God. And we could go on and on and on. Brother Drew, read uh, Song of Solomon 5 and verse 16 for us. His mouth is most sweet. Yes, he is altogether lovely. This is my beloved 
Mm. You like that, son? Yes, sir. Oh, does that not speak of your Jesus? That he is all together lovely? That he is declaring his glory. Even, even Pontius Pilate, who condemned him to the cross three times, had to cry out, I find no fault in him. He's altogether lovely. He's perfect in every way. There's no perfect preacher. There's no perfect husband. There's no perfect daddy. But hallelujah, there's a perfect Savior and a perfect God. And we can declare His perfections to a world that is full of imperfections. We can point them to the one and true and living God. We can declare His glory in our day. We think declaring His glory among the heathen just means going to some remote island uh, out off of the continent of India where they're still, you know, shooting bows and arrows. And it does include that. But I ask you, have you looked around us? Are we not surrounded by heathen as well? Yes. We used to be heathen ourselves. Till we were given a glimpse and given eyes to see the glory of God. That we were sinners, but that He was perfect. And that He could make us accepted in His beloved Son. Oh, we want to declare His perfections. That He's altogether lovely. That He may be acknowledged as the only one true and living God. The psalmist says here, this is so important that we declare His glory because He's the only true God. All the other gods of these nations are false gods. Allah is not God. Buddha is not God. Whatever else is out there that says it's God is not God. There are many be say that, lo, here is Christ, lo, there is Christ. He says, don't listen to them. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the perfection of God in, in, in body. And we declare Him as such. Holy, harmless, undefiled. Declare His perfection. Secondly, declare His salvation. Declare His salvation. Beloved, not a salvation by works. Not a salvation that people can earn. Brother Kevin, if you will, Isaiah 45, 22. When I say declare His salvation, declare the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ. When, I'm talk, when we're talking about salvation, we're talking about salvation that is by grace alone. Amen? Yes. Salvation is that by faith in Christ alone. A salvation that is also unto good works, which we have been ordained to. This is the salvation that we want to declare. It is salvation that gives all the glory to God and humbles the pride of man. For therein lies the truth. Therein lies the truth. All declares glory. Yes, declares perfections. But declare His salvation to those who are imperfect. That there is one that you can bring all of your brokenness to. You can bring all of your sin to. You can bring all of your shame to. All of your confusion to. And you can come to one who has healing in his wings. Who has the balm of Gilead. Who can heal the broken heart. Who can mend every wounded soul. Who can give dignity to those that have lost all dignity. Jesus Christ. His salvation Healing in His wings. Declare His salvation that He may be accepted as the only Redeemer. Isaiah 45, 22, Brother Kevin. Uh-oh. 
Isaiah 45, 22? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Go ahead. Yes. Salvation is in Jesus Christ alone. Amen. You can't be saved by Buddha. You can't save by, be saved by Muhammad. You can't be saved by speaking in tongues. You can't be saved uh, by getting baptized. You must be saved by the grace of God through the salvation that's in the blood and merit and righteousness and the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. You must be born again by the Spirit of God. Thus salvation comes. And He is. It is the only salvation. There's no other name given under heaven whereby ye must be saved. There's salvation in the name of Jesus Christ and no other. Amen. And salvation by grace alone, through faith in Christ alone. Beloved, that's what we want to declare, that He may be accepted as the only Redeemer. He's the only mediator between God and man. No man can come unto the Father except by who? Jesus Christ. He that hath the Son hath life. He that hath not the Son hath not life. We know these things to be true. We want to declare His glory, and part of the greatness of God's glory that we declare is the salvation that He has wrought, that He has obtained eternal redemption for His people, and that every sinner who comes to Him will find forgiveness in the heart of Christ. Oh, that's beautiful, isn't it? Does the world need to hear that? Do you need to hear it again tonight? Oh, hallelujah, that one day, when we're in that lost, dreadful, and dark condition, in the weight of all of our sin, this glory was declared to us that your sins have been removed as far as the east is from the west. He will remember them no more. He will cast them into the sea of forgetfulness. And He welcomed you into His loving arms. Also, when we declare His glory, we declare His providence. Isaiah 46.10. Isaiah 46.10. Sister Mary Reese, can you get that one for me? Isaiah 46.10. What this means is we can tell people with confidence, God's in control. This world is not in chaos. It's not being controlled by faith. Evil people and, and whoever, the Illuminati are not pulling all, all their strings. You don't have to live in fear. God's plan is perfect. Hallelujah. Are you glad for that? Do people need to hear that? That God's in control, that God's plan is perfect, that there's someone that they can confide in their life that is a faithful guardian of time and all its events. It's our God. That's a part of His glory. Mary Reese, read about His glory to us, Isaiah 46.10. I just love that. I could, just, I could just have that on a reel, playing always, uh, declaring from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand. I will do all my pleasure. Oh, part of what we, we declare God's glory, we're telling people that He's a sovereign God and that, that He is ruling and reigning through His providence and and He has a, our good in mind. That we know the plans that He has for us. That they're good. And not for evil. He's going to bring us to an expected end. Aren't you glad you have that knowledge? That wisdom? That that, that glory has shined in your heart in the face of Jesus Christ? That you know these things? And your heart is fastened like an anchor to them. Even through all the winds and storms of life. 
You know, these, these hurricanes are, are, are coming against uh, Florida right now, and, and people are fleeing and, and seeing everything destroyed. Aren't you glad to know that there's a, that, that there's a God uh, that uh, is overseeing all of that, overruling all of that, that He'll make everything beautiful in His time, and that, that He also and all the redeemed are untouched by all the calamities of earth. Hallelujah. That he works all things together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. I rejoice in that. I rejoice to declare the glory of God to you, not just in his perfections, not just in his salvation, but in his providence in your life. Are there things that you're worried about or things that I'm worried about, things of today and of tomorrow? You know, where's my next job going to come from? Are we going to be able to have children? What's going to happen to my child when he's away from me up in Tennessee, Martin? How are we going to face the end of life in this old age as our bodies fail? God's in control, beloved. He knows the number of the hairs of your head. He knows when every sparrow lights upon the ground. Will he not take care of you? Behold the lilies of the field. They neither toil not nor spin not. Yet God cares for all these he cares for you he cares for you more than these are you not more than these hallelujah declare his word declare his word not my word not my opinion psalm 119 105 sister lydia can you look up that one psalm 119 105 you know david when he flew from uh, Saul that first time you know he just had to flee in the night he couldn't get his armor he couldn't get any weapons and he went down there uh, I think it was to Abiathar and uh, he asked him he said you know, they, they were so hungry they got some of the, the shoe bread uh, and ate it and David said man do you, do you have a sword do you have any weapons around here and Abiathar was like man we, we don't have anything but this it's Goliath's sword <laughs> he said as a matter of fact, this is really belongs to you. And we have Goliath's sword here. David said, give me that. There's none like that. Is that not true about the Word of God as well in our lives? There's none like this. This is what we want to speak into our own life. This is what we want to speak into the lives of others. Thus saith the Word of God. What is Psalm 119? 105, declare, Sister Lydia. Man, are people in darkness in our day? Are they in darkness about so many things? Yes, declare to them the Word of God. Tell them in your life that you have imperfectly tried to obey and follow this book, that you have found nothing untrue in it. You, you have found that it has never led you astray in one place. And that the things in here have brought you delight beyond anything that any natural treasure could have ever brought to you. And it revealed to you the most important thing, who Jesus Christ was. For search the scriptures, for in them ye think that ye have eternal life, but they are they which testify of me. Declare his word like Goliath's sword, that they may prize it. As their chief treasure. Beloved, this is a treasure. 
This is the greatest treasure. This is the greatest possession we will ever own in this world. Is the word of God. Adore it. Believe it. Communicate it. Share it with others. Declare his glory. His glory is in these pages. On these lines. Make it known. Declare it. Declare his service. Psalm 834. Sister Haley, can you get that one for me? Psalm 834. You know, we, we're not ashamed like the psalmist said. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. I'm, I'm not ashamed to tell the world. I'll get down and I, I kneel and wash the feet of my brothers and sisters and it's the delight and I love it and I do it with love in my heart and tears in my eyes and not only do I wash their feet but they wash mine because my Jesus was a foot washer. I'll be a doorkeeper in the house of God. I'll, I'll, be, a, I'll be a foot washer. I'll be a cross bearer that they may also choose it as their noblest occupation. Psalm, uh, Proverbs eight thirty four. My dear sister, Oh, oh, oh I'm, I'm so sorry. Proverbs 8.34. Is that us? Do we wake up in the morning and get on our agenda? Are we waiting at the doors, doors of our own gates? Or when we wake up, Lord, what would you have me to do today? How would you have me to be? Would you, Lord, may I be sanctified that I, I may be meet and ready for, for my master's service? It, this would, it, do you get the imagery there, Sister Haley, that the servants are at the door and, and they're just waiting. They want to see the master step out and they're just hanging on his word. They're just ready for whatever the master asks for today. Whatever that he asks for, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm ready to do it. I'm going to do it with all my heart, soul, strength, and mind. We declare his glory when we live that way. When people see that that's real in, in us, beloved will gain an entrance to speak into their life. Declare his service that others also may choose it as their noblest occupation. And then lastly, and this one of the best parts, isn't it? Even about being a, a Christian, we want to declare His residence. We want to declare His residence because the Christian and the glory of God goes beyond just this time world. Beyond this cursed earth of cancers and funeral homes and, and sadness and sickness. Beloved, there's a glory world. There's a world of paradise that Jesus told the thief on the cross that we heard Sunday. You're going to be with me there today. That's my Father's house. And in my Father's house are many mansions. Now many of us, we drive a lot of distances, even some of us every day. But you know, no matter how far I drive, it's so sweet to me. When I pull up in my driveway at my home, no, it's not the richest or the fanciest house in Faulkner or Tippecanoe County, but it's home sweet home. My loved ones are there. I'm loved there. I have peace there. How much more so in my father's house. Tell them that there's a heaven 
that you are looking for like Abraham. Right? He was a sojourner here. He dwelt in tents with his sons. But he said he was looking for something that was far better. A heavenly country. A city whose builder and maker is God. That's where we're going. That's what we're looking for. This is All this here is just temporary. I'm a wayfaring stranger and pilgrim here. Heaven, beloved. That's my father's house. There's a place for all of his children there. And it's going to be so full of glory. Glory to glory. Glory to glory. Paradise, the scripture calls it. Heaven, a heavenly country, a new Jerusalem. We want to declare his residence that they may seek it also as their best home. Oh, beloved, isn't it wonderful that God gives us the privilege, the honor to declare his glory? To declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. May we be blessed by God to be obedient, joyfully obedient in that great work. May the Lord bless you and keep you as our prayer. Thank you for your good and kind attention.